0: Fantastic. Well, very Merry Christmas to each and every one. And I uh, just want to take a moment just to, just to thank our teams. Don't they do an incredible job? You know, I looked around last week and uh, we had over 500 visitors or people last week in our service. Isn't that wonderful? And we were able to tell the real story of, of Jesus. And again, this morning, um, what a wonderful turnout of people and the kids party at the same time. How many people know that doesn't just happen? and that's the hard work of a lot of teams not just our musicians our set up teams our breakdown teams and let's just take a moment to give a big thank you to everyone that serves in family church would you do that for me <clears throat> come on let's give them a big thank you things don't just happen oh that's wonderful well, my intention is to preach a little bit shorter today so that we can uh, finish with a carol or two as we leave and we start this incredible journey um, into Christmas time. Okay, this afternoon, how many people think it's going to be Argentina? Okay, how many people think it's going to be France? Okay, how many people don't care? All right, okay, just wanted to check. I thought we had a. A different of, a, of opinion in the house and we had some uh, who were like Argentina all the way, France all the way and some people were like I don't give a rip and I just wanted to check what the percentages were this morning. How many people are excited that it's Christmas this week? <clears throat> that's good, that's good, that's great. Now I am a real Christmas person, I love Christmas, I love the season and obviously I love everything that it represents and it's true meaning of Jesus Christ given to us, born to us, child of heaven, come to save. But I also love, I don't know about you, I love the atmosphere that can come with Christmas. Sometimes people call it the Christmas spirit. I don't know. I just know that there's often an atmosphere that comes with Christmas where suddenly nice people get nicer and grumpy people get nice. There's something about this Christmas season, I don't know if it's the Christmas spirit, I don't know what's going on. But even the guy at my petrol station, he's always grumpy. (laughs) Yesterday he smiled at me. And I was like, what is going on? And he smiled at me. He doesn't normally look at me. He smiled at me and went, Merry Christmas. I thought, oh it's happening. This is this is happening. But there's something about Christmas that really brings a fresh atmosphere. And like I said, nice people get nicer, kind people get kinder, but even grumpy people give in, don't they? And let a smile break through or a kind act break through. And there seems to be an atmosphere that comes with Christmas, but the sad thing is sometimes for some, that atmosphere, that change of atmosphere can leave when Boxing Day comes. Now, all the decorations and the cards that we see around Christmas, they speak of things that change the atmosphere, don't they? You know, I was looking around at different Christmas cards that we received this year and different decorations that we've collected over the year. And they say things like love, joy, peace. You don't get decorations saying hate, annoy, bored. All of the words they put on cards and the decorations that you buy, I don't think I've ever gone to someone's house and they've had like negative Christmas decorations. Maybe that's you and no, I don't want to come round your house. But normally they have words like love and joy and peace, and you drive down the road and you see signs in the windows, love, joy, peace. Well, those are, I believe, the components to the atmosphere change that we experience around Christmas time. Suddenly there is more love, even in times that are difficult, even When times are strange, there seems to be more joy and there seems to be a peace that doesn't find its strength in this world. I believe that's because everything that we celebrate about the atmosphere of Christmas is found in Jesus and what Jesus brought to the earth 2,000 years ago. I don't know what the earth was like before Jesus came, but it changed when Jesus came. And so many of the verses that we read about concerning Christmas, they speak about that incredible moment where the proclamation came. Unto you a child is given. Joy to the world. One of my favourite verses is obviously the one in Isaiah 9, verses 6 to 7, where it says that he's coming. The Prince of Peace will come. And that was an Old Testament prophet looking right down the corridor of time To a moment when Jesus Christ would lay aside his crown of majesty and come to the earth. Wonderful counsellor. But I love that name that he gives him. The Prince of Peace. You see when you focus on the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace becomes very real in your world. Maybe that's why the atmosphere changes. Even in the world of those that wouldn't say they were followers of Jesus. In a moment of time around December people begin to think about Jesus and as they do the atmosphere changes and then one of my other favorite verses that we always normally read around Christmas time is the one that we find in Luke chapter 2 and that's the one that's normally used in the nativity plays isn't it and uh, you've either been in a nativity play. Uh, How many people have ever been in a nativity play? That's not bad. That's not bad at all. How many people ever wore a tea towel and was a shepherd? All right, that's good. How many people have visited children or grandchildren in nativity plays? Yeah. Well, normally around a nativity play, we get these verses read. These are like the key epicenter nativity play verses in the book of Luke. But again, it tells us of something that happens when Jesus comes to the earth. And because it's the Sunday before Christmas, I am going to read these verses to you. Luke chapter two. I'm going to start reading in verse eight. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, and they didn't have tea towels on their heads; they had the real stuff, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "Don't be afraid." We bring you good news that will cause great joy, not for some people, but for all people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothing and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appears, and with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those whom his favour rests. And then it carries on with that nativity story and what happened on that moment. But I love in that announcement when the angels come, they don't say grumpy to the world. They say joy to the world, great joy, not even mediocre joy, great joy, incredible peace. You see, because Jesus was, number one, love. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He was a gift of love. He's the love of the atmosphere of Christmas. He's the joy, not happiness that lasts a moment that this world so often knows. But joy, something that's deep-rooted in our lives. When we receive Jesus, not just in a moment at Christmas, but in our lives, suddenly love comes down, joy comes down peace comes down. Now I love the atmosphere of Christmas but I also love that it wasn't just a gift that was given to us for 10 days. But that's a sad thing for some people in this moment called Christmas and you look around and you see the not so nice getting kind, the grumpy getting happy and the atmosphere in life changing even though we're in really strange and in some ways difficult times with all the inflation and the fuel costs, there's definitely still a shift that happens in people's lives. People wearing hats they would never wear. Jumpers are hideous. We just throw everything away because we're in this moment called Christmas. Now the sad thing is that some people on Boxing Day or a few days after Christmas go back in to a lesser default life setting. They have an experience, a moment, a season. Oh, it is a season to be merry. What about if Jesus wanted to make your life merry, not merry like who was in the Nativity, merry, happy, joyful? Often we say to people, "Merry Christmas." I don't know if that's enough for me. I want a merry life. Anybody else? I don't want my merry to be locked in a ten-day period. Well, some people make Christmas last 24 hours. I know some of those people. But that's the problem. You see, in life, people don't want to stay with the gift and the atmosphere change of God. They want to go back to normal. They want to go back to a setting of grumpy, unkind, not happy. But actually, that's not how it was meant to be. You see, when God gave Jesus as a gift to us, and he is love, He is joy. He is peace. He was given to affect our 365, not 10 days. Jesus was given not for a 10-day period so that we could have a little bit of a a relapse from the normality of life, a a little bit of a time out from everyday struggle. No, Jesus was given to bring love, joy, and peace. (coughs) to the 365 that we live for 365 days that make up a year. I love that for me and for us that believe in Jesus, Christmas or the spirit of Christmas or the atmosphere that we associate with Christmas, one of love, joy and peace, doesn't have to change. You don't have to go back to another mode of no love, no joy, no peace. Because he's the gift that keeps on giving. Come on, have you ever given your kids one of those gifts and it lasted about eight hours? And then it was broken and you didn't have a receipt. So they had eight hours of enjoyment out of that gift. God doesn't want to be like that. He wants to be the gift that keeps on giving throughout the year. Even when it's an unusual, difficult year year that lays ahead. Now, we go through Christmas, we've got this big build-up now, all the trees are up, the decorations are up. I, I live over by the Highbury Estate and I love going out at night looking at the decorations. I just love it. I go out for a late-night walk and I love looking at all the decorations and looking at what people are watching on TV. I'm a real nosy neighbour, really am. I mean, some people they just need nets, don't they, or curtains. I mean, I'm like, oh, what, are you, what are you eating? What are you watching? Yeah. Love it really makes my night. I come home really happy after my walk. I haven't prayed or anything, just been nosy, been great. So we have this build up and then we have the food and then we have the presents and then, and then we have the, the, the king this year at three o'clock, first time in my lifetime, that's happened. And then we have only fools and horses, that's always funny. My kids don't think so. I do, I just think that's timeless gift that just keeps on being funny but then we come to Christmas and a lot of the time people come to Boxing Day and they deflate it's like oh it's all over I want to say to you today it doesn't have to be but what Christmas is truly about the love the joy and the peace is a person that's received into your life It's not a moment that we experience together. We then go into that big moment called pack Christmas away for a year, don't we? And that's hilarious. Different households do it differently. You know, sometimes the the, the morning of Boxing Day, 6.30, Dad can be up in one house. The bin liners are filled. The tree's down. The loft, a door is open. You come down at 10 o'clock on Boxing Day. It's like Christmas never happened. Anybody have a house like that when they were growing up? But then you have other houses and people just try to drag it out till June. (laughs) No, let's not put the tree away yet. The problem is, is when you live in a house and one parent wants it to go at Boxing Day and the other one wants it to go till June. And you have this conflict and you have to have to bring in counsellors and marriage guidance and all that stuff. For for something so, so silly, really. But somewhere over that period... We pack Christmas down, we put the tree away. and Now let's face it, there's stuff that you really do need to pack away, the tree, but all that stuff, it really is about a season, it's about a festival, it's about a moment, whether that moment's two days or 20 days or the 12 days of Christmas. You pack stuff away that's to do with the festival or what we celebrate about Christmas with decor. But what I want to say to you today is there's other stuff that we shouldn't pack away. But we should purpose in our hearts that when Christmas Day is over next week, we're not going to pack love, joy, peace, kindness, and these things that are about a person away. Is that good? Because here's the truth. A God is for life and not just for Christmas. Now, when I was growing up, that bumper sticker was everywhere, but it didn't say God. How many people, right, you've owned up about who you think's going to win football, how many people remember ever seeing, I'm going to show myself really old here, how many people ever remember seeing a a, a sticker on a car saying a dog is for life and not just for Christmas? Thank you, You, thank you, thank you, thank you, there's many of us, there's many of us out there. Wayne, you you saw it too, come on, put your hand up, you're old, you're like me, (coughs) don't try and sneak under the radar there. Now, that was an important sign and it was a campaign that was really actually important because people were getting in the habit of buying dogs for a moment, forgetting (laughs) that there was a lifetime. You know, we recently went through that in our house, but sometimes there's that moment of getting a dog and a puppy and you're like oh brilliant oh smell it's puppy breath breathe on me again isn't it cute oh sharp little teeth little tinker don't you go chewing the couch that's not right mum let it sleep with me I'm not counseling I'm not having therapy right now I'm just I've, I've known this moment in my life let it sleep with me oh no it's gonna sleep with me stop fighting kids and then you get 10 days on and it's like anyone gonna say hello to the dog Anyone want it in their room? But sometimes we forget that with dogs and pets, there's the moment where you get them. But then there's also the ongoing responsibility. We don't like that word, do we? But also there's an ongoing enjoyment, isn't there? It's not just about ongoing responsibilities, but enjoyment. What if we could play with those letters today... And instead of saying dog, we could spin the word around and say, you know what? If you get disillusioned and disappointed about Christmas time, especially when it ends, a God is for life and not just for Christmas. I love it that people sing about him that wouldn't normally sing about him. I love it that people will come to church who wouldn't normally come to church just because it's Christmas and there's something about the atmosphere that's nice and fun. I want to say to you today, members of the jury, that God is for life and not just for Christmas. Just like a dog is for life, it's not just for a moment, it's for the life that follows. That's the same as what God wants us to enjoy when it comes to not a festival about him but a relationship with him. Now guys at the back you've turned the clock off so it could be 3.30 in the afternoon and I have no idea what time it is but I'll just carry on. I'll leave that to you. Now the good news is that God wants us to enjoy things like love, joy and peace. Not just in this period of time that we call Christmas season but February March like Sean said when things get a little bit sticky and things get a little bit rough Jesus hasn't left you he's still savior of the world he's still prince of peace he's still wonderful counselor he's not just those things at Christmas but he wants to be those things in our life like I said 365 continually Now, when we think about these things, we have to understand that what we're speaking of is taking responsibility for our walk with God, but also having an ongoing experience that's life-changing. Let's go back to the dog analogy again. It's like when you get a puppy for Christmas and you have that moment and you open the box and it goes, and everybody wants to hold it and the poor thing gets no sleep. That's an awesome moment. The moment you take on a little fluffy animal, there's a responsibility 10, 15 years that comes with it. Now, it's okay to sing about Jesus and how incredible he is. But also, we need to take responsibility for our relationship with him which means that when the decorations are packed away and the the loft entrance is closed and Christmas as we know it, the paraphernalia of Christmas as we know it, is gone. There still remains in us a heart that says, Jesus, I want to live in your love. I want to take responsibility. I'm not just going to go to church on Christmas. I'm going to go in January and February. This is something for me that's more than a magical moment. It's something that I want my life to be different for 365 days about. Does that make sense? But then also, you don't just have responsibility with a little puppy. You have enjoyment. You have fun. That's not just about the Christmas weekend if you get a dog at Christmas. It's about the rest of the life you've got with that dog, right? Listen, when you have a walk with Jesus and you don't just come to his festival... In December, you get to enjoy everything he is in your life. When other people are freaking out, you've got a peace in you that just says it's going to be all right. When other people are in depths of grumpy you never knew existed, you feel within you a joy that's not provoked by a bottle, a medicine or another relationship. Something that's deep-seated, never leaving. God doesn't want us to experience him at Christmas. He wants us to have a deep, ongoing relationship. Not that we don't take a moment at the end of December to say, thank you, Father, for sending your son. But let's make sure Christmas is much more than that. Let's enjoy this next week of the festivities, the fun, The turkey, the trimmings that come along with this season. But in the middle of it, let's keep Christ central. Jesus, this is about you. But this isn't a holiday romance. This isn't a December moment. This isn't like a Hallmark movie. Don't you hate them? Does anybody else hate Hallmark movies about Christmas? Oh, it's just me then. Okay, rest of you guys, you're too scared to stand up and own it. Hallmark movies where you, it's always the same plot. This young guy comes to a village and there's a girl there that he went to school with, but he'd been away. It's just, I can write the plot of a Hallmark movie. Don't bother watching it. But you know, sometimes those movies are all about a romance that happens in the Christmas season. God doesn't want a holiday romance with you. He wants to be your God, your helper, your provider, your protector throughout this coming year but we take a moment at Christmas time to give him super praise amen so Christmas for me is a relationship it's not a festival let's enjoy the love and the joy and the peace that comes with this season over this coming week but let's also purpose in our hearts when we get to the other side of Christmas day We may pack away some trees and some decorations. Let's not pack away the true gift of Jesus Christ. Let's not pack away the things that change an atmosphere for some for a moment. No, let's keep love, joy and peace. Not just on the mantelpiece or the centre of our living room table, but the centre of our hearts. Let's continue to be kind. Let's continue to look out for the need of others. Let's not be holiday romance people with God. But rather in our hearts say, do you know what? The real good news is this. God is for life. Not just for Christmas. A God is for life. The good bits and the tough bits. The fun bits and the hard bits. The rainy days, the sunny days. The ones where you want to take a selfie and the ones where you want to pull the duvet over your head. A God is for life, not just a moment at the end of December. So I want to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas. But actually, I'd prefer it if you had a merry life. Let's not pack stuff away on Boxing Day, but we shouldn't pack away. Like I said, I've had different experiences, and uh, I think in our house, we were like, let's get Christmas packed away. We were more that way, Dad, weren't we, than we were, let's drag it out to June. I can remember in the last years when we were living together, Dad had it really down to a fine art, remember that. He had a Christmas tree that he kept in the loft, fully decorated. It was genius. It was genius. And he would bring it down, plug it in. Then around Boxing Day, Dad would come with a bin liner, put it over the tree, and put it back in the loft. And he'd say, right, come on, let's go back to work now. It was great. In the three days we celebrated Christmas, we celebrated hard. But in our household, when we were done, we were done, right, Dad? Stuff to do. But then I remember going to other people's houses and it was like mid-June. Why's your tree still out? Do you know what they were doing? They were trying to hang on to that feeling, that atmosphere. I want to say to you today, you don't have to hang on to it. If you make God about your life and not just about a day, he ain't going anywhere. Hey, maybe today you're here And you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. You've never said, okay, God, your son is Jesus Christ. And he's come into the world and wants to come into my life to bring his love, his joy, his peace. Not for a moment, but in a way that will change me forevermore till I see you face to face. Well, if Jesus Christ is the gift given from the Father to us, A gift has to be received. My little challenge to you today is, have you received the gift of Jesus? Oh, there's so much in that gift. Love beyond what you've known. Joy beyond what you imagined. Peace beyond anything this world could provide. But none of those things become yours until you take the gift and make it yours could we just close our eyes at the moment we're going to go out with some carols in a second but I want to lead us in a prayer where we just remember in this moment the reason of the season is Jesus and maybe there's someone here and you've not received Jesus as your saviour this could be a great morning the week before Christmas for you to say thank you heavenly father right now I receive the spirit of Christmas into my life the atmosphere of heaven living within me would you pray with me now Heavenly Father thank you for giving Jesus thank you that you loved me so much that you gave your only beloved son that I could experience life change salvation salvation and a hope for the future I believe in you Jesus be my saviour be my Christmas king be the Lord of my life I believe in you Jesus I believe I believe I believe just my every eyes closed if you're here today and you've prayed that prayer and Maybe you've never prayed it before. Maybe you've been on a journey and you've walked away from God but today you want to say I need to come back to God. I need to get God back in the centre of my life. Oh he hasn't been for many years but today I need to put him back in his proper place. Well you've already prayed the prayer and God, send your prayer. I want to ask you to do one thing for me. Just my every eye is closed, every head's bowed. You don't have to do this, but I want to encourage you to do it if you really meant that prayer today. I'm going to count to three and I'm going to ask you to lift your hand just to say, yeah, I prayed that prayer for me because I've never known Him as Saviour or I have, but I need to come back into that relationship. One, two three is there anyone today and you say I give my life to Jesus God bless you I see that hand that's wonderful anybody else it's Sunday before Christmas and you say yeah I need to get right with God I need to get right with God is there a second person or a third person and you say I want to receive Jesus the spirit of Christmas into my heart today Father, I thank you for each and every household, each and every man, woman and child here today in this room and in the kids' party down the corridor. Lord, I thank you that the atmosphere of Christmas is you. It's you. It's always been you. Holy Spirit, fill our hearts afresh, we pray, in a way that lasts more than a moment. Father, thank you for your provision to houses that need provision. Lord, I thank you for love come down in situations that are tough. Father, let this Christmas season, even though it's a lifetime thing, be a moment of miracles. We pray for those that need them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, hey, yeah, come on, let's give God a big round of applause. He's worth it.